Hi, and welcome to Therapy Matters with your host, David Eli Racinos, LCSW. This podcast and website represents opinions of David Eli Racinos, as well as his guests to the show and website. It should not be taken as medical mental health advice. The contents here are for informational purposes only, and because each person is so unique, please consult with your mental health care professional for your mental health questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are of David Eli Racinos. While he makes every effort to ensure the information he is sharing is accurate, David welcomes any comments suggestions, or correction of errors. He encourages listeners to do their own research and provide the resources we utilize in the show notes of each. Privacy is of the utmost importance to David. All people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed or left out to protect client confidentiality. David would love hearing from his listeners, but encourages you to use discernment and discretion to protect you or your client's confidentiality. He is not responsible and will not be held liable for what his listeners choose to share on his podcast, website, or associated social media accounts. Guests to his show will be solely responsible for what they choose to share, and he encourages them to protect client confidentiality. This podcast and website should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or website. In no way does listening, reading, emailing, or interacting on social media with our content establish a clinician-client relationship. And now, let's welcome David Eli Racinos, LCSW. Hello, this is David Racinos, licensed clinical social worker, and I'm your host for Therapy Matters. Today, I actually wanted to start getting a little more clinical, going on to different subjects. So I actually wanted to start with depression, which is one of the diagnoses that uh, a lot of the clients come in to see me about, um, it varies from ages. Uh, I don't know. I've gotten kids um, seven and above uh, reporting depression. So common symptoms, there's numerous symptoms, but the ones that I report is like low self-esteem, uh, low mood, motivation, um, suicidal tendencies, suicidal thoughts, self-harm behaviors like cutting, um, and isolation mainly, and poor academic grades. So numerous symptoms, but that's basically the, the main of problems that they come in to see me. When it comes to kids, I notice a lot of the depression uh, stems from lack of communication, not being understood, um, they don't have a lot of friends. Uh, so basically, it's like one thing will lead to numerous other things. It's kind of like a domino effect. So mainly, my treatment with families is to get the family involved. So we'll discuss why the the individual feels, um, you know, like he's not being heard or she's not being heard. So we'll discuss uh, ways to communicate 
Um, usually it's a lot of irritability, frustration that they're f- facing. They don't feel anybody knows what they're going through. And then with the parents, when they try to explain it, the parents will either downplay what they're feeling or they just basically don't allow them to talk. Um, I do get a lot where the the parents will tell the kids, hey, you know, you'll get over it. It's a phase. But with depression, it's a lot lifetime thing. You don't really get over it. It's um, it's permanent, basically. It's um, a chemical imbalance sometimes, and sometimes we'll discuss meds. But I try to start out with you know minimal intervention. So I try to get them to do uh, anything related to mainly my my biggest thing is getting them to exercise. So physical activity, it's been proven. I'll see if I could put up some links about research, but there's numerous research out there. You could actually look that up for yourself. The correlation between depression and exercise and how it'll change the chemistry of your brain. It'll make you feel more positive, uh, relaxed, uh, concentration improve it, it, numerous effects. So that's the main one. Um, I've been trying to get a lot of clients to do meditation too, like mindfulness. Uh, not all it not it's not for everybody although I try to encourage everybody to do it I really didn't like it when I first started I thought it was a joke people would recommend it to me but uh, my mother passed away like many years ago and I remember uh, trying to find something trying to find uh, basically anything that would make me calm down my thoughts because there were um, just like sadness and um, basically it was grieving process that was very difficult so I started doing the meditation that helped tremendously I started doing it several times during the day um, and basically it just changed the way I I looked at things it, it kind of controlled my thought patterns it made me feel better about myself and I've had several examples where I've uh, dealt with clients and I recommended it and it actually took off there's one client that um, he once I explained it to him he really took off he started doing it twice a day he loves it I kind of checked in with him recently and he's doing really well he continues doing it and um, it's been life-changing for a lot of my clients so um, I highly recommend meditation if you can try out slow it's difficult like I couldn't get uh, to concentrate I couldn't do anything at the beginning it was just so difficult I was so distracted but once you get into the habit of it it's actually really nice uh, so mindfulness, um, what else? Just being assertive. I mean, being able to express, talk about what you're going through, what you're feeling. That is more like a, an issue because of trust. So you have to find the right person that's willing to talk to you. Sometimes you can't rely on your friends because it's you're going to overburden them. Uh, you know, uh, so a lot of people just kind of isolate and keep it to themselves, which, you know, makes it even worse. Um also recommend doing journaling so that's a way to at least get it out there you know instead of keeping it bottled up you're actually releasing it Um, sometimes even recording yourself like going through a moment and then processing it later so I do that a lot with clients I'll tell them hey if you're having a moment of um, you know uh, where you're feeling low something's going on record it journal it then they bring it into session we'll discuss it we'll go over it we'll kind of work on uh, how could you have dealt with it differently uh, analyzing their thinking what was it Uh, so that